0: Back like a bad habit, but better than you've ever had it. You are rocking with the Wednesday night AE show, the AE Double Dudes, right here on twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine Wednesday evening. It's me and you and these Zubs too. Me, of course, with Sinza, Josh Custodio. He, of course, Come the on. man of a hundred likes. The zoobs in the house. Zubs, how you doing?
1: Oh, I feel good. We're 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 rolling in on a on a the golden Wednesday. bastard I, I think a very interesting uh litmus test because we're about to have um what was like a normal dynamite and then you at, the, at the very end Koto Ibushi shows up um which I right. was saying to you, once upon a time, this would be like the biggest thing that could possibly happen in this company, right? Uh, I know we didn't show up, but on the show, there was a point. Like, what's the, the biggest elite, thing? The golden lovers. Early days of AEW, people were throwing out like, there's nothing Come that, on. that you can't say that, that could happen on AEW. What do you want to see? People would say Okada, uh, and then they would say Golden Lovers. And we got both Scoots of them. On in the blue last sky. Month. Please um, and thank you. And yet. And yet. That is pretty crazy. And yet. And yet, Josh. Doesn't feel like that big of a thing, and either. yet.
0: Well, okay. So you say showed up. True, he showed up on video, so it wasn't like still. The, the, I was hoping that we were gonna get Kota Ibushi debuting in the funniest place possible. If they made Kota Ibushi <laughs> yeah. fly from Japan to Saskatoon, I thought, oh, no, this would be very good. But you're right; it is an interesting litmus test of where people are at, not only with the show, but. You know we're building to blood and guts we're not quite on the road to all out it's it's an interesting time for the company of course we'll break it all up and down right here on the ae double dudes we would love it if you would drop a follow if you're here for the first time it gets you into our chat if you are in our chat and here for a repeat time we would love it if you would consider subscribing you can either do it for free with a, your free twitch subscription via amazon prime now zoobs, i know i don't know if you know this but i'm gonna let you know that's the sub this is how they get you that doesn't re-up it doesn't automate It doesn't prompt you it doesn't do anything for your free sub, we have to remind you please use your Amazon free prime subscription right here on Wrestling Rain. Because once you're a subscriber, you can use our emotes. Not only here in the chat zoop, do you know where else they can use them? Tell them Zooks. You can come on. Text them to your friends. If
1: you're if you use iMessage, you just text them to your friends. It's a miracle. Uh, that
0: sounds small, it's not small. It's not it's small. not small at all.
1: It's not small. You're keeping your you're keeping it's your big. kicking things, you're sending Tanahashis to people in the morning. Uh you're having a great time. You're having a great day every day with those things.
0: It's so much fun to send somebody. Sometimes it just sends uh, Marlin the Zoob's face. <laughs> it's like, do, do, do what you will with that. Come on. You just said, oh, there's. And he'll usually just say the Zoob's or something like that. But it's great fun. Uh, one of many reasons to subscribe. Not only that, I heard somebody else say this on their stream the other day, and I'm going to say it on ours because I thought it was good. Uh, you'll be supporting people who appreciate it. We're, mm. we're nowhere near the scale. True. where you We're, like, giving support. To, is it a, you go to mcdonald's ronald isn't like thanks they, yeah. he, he doesn't feel it that's true he's he's at clown college with his feet on the desk he, he doesn't feel it at all it reverberates within the zoobs. matt and i and the, the rest of the channel so uh we really appreciate any support it goes to people who appreciate it what do you think about zoobs? to people who appreciate it?
1: it 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 fuels us when you subscribe to the channel using Prime. it it gives us energy uh on days when we need it that's what gets us here. Um, not, not saying this is or isn't one of those days, but
0: it is one of those streams. Let's call it as it is. It, I mean, it, in some ways it isn't, but it is.
1: Um, but very exciting. And uh, no place to rather be on a Wednesday. Uh, speaking of those people, we got people to thank uh, today already. Uh, Kev Sell, 32 months in a row. How about that? 32 months, Holy Kev cow. Sell, all of them one after the other, saying the business of professional wrestling. You talk about not missing it. 32 months in a row. Come on! That's two years and eight months? Am I doing the math on that, correct? Yeah, that's right. That's right. C Suppa. Uh, Hakinabushi? What a night in the most symmetrical province. Uh, 18 months. <laughs> C Suppa. Oh, I, I thought, I don't know. I, you got thrown by his name for a second. You thing. can't. Uh, you know what you, I
0: call him after the subscription? C Suppa 56. One better than you were
1: Uh, you, can't hear, you, you have to remember you can't hear the alerts. sir. Oh, as right. they come in, you. <laughs> it's not a right i forgot this yeah. maybe that maybe that's the uh, we should get to tell the audience it's not, it's not a it's not a there's no there's no mat night um it's it's no mat night again and look at how li- nice we look um and look how good we sound um so you get all the new stuff all the puppy burrito stuff has has matriculated over to to, to the no mat nights but um anyway you did, You don't hear the alerts that are coming in once i'm trying to read these uh pretty funny is c755 saying the golden bastard? Right. so if you
0: ever just stop in the middle <laughs> yes. of speaking right
1: Yes. Uh, Scoots Brodo resub with Prime. You said you talk about Prime. Uh, resub with Prime, 24 months. Uh, adding follow Scoots Brodo on Blue Sky. Please and thank you. Uh, Dark Lord DKL, four months. Julie McGinnis, 17 months through Prime. And Brecht, 18 months in a row, saying, Pock and Ibushi, what a night in the most symmetrical province. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. It is Canada's most <laughs> symmetrical province. It must be. Now, Zoobz, you're being humble. And first, I'd like to really
0: uh, double down on what you said. Bobby Burritos, look how amazing this show looks. The, the re-up on visuals. It feels like a new channel to us, and we can appreciate it more. But Bobby Burritos did Hold say on. it
1: You got to uh, beating up his father. Oh, it's a sound <laughs> alert. You were saying. The, uh, Could the, you talk the, me through it? Uh, it was the beating up his father, for God's sakes. Uh, sound alert being played.
0: Uh. Nobody better than Bobby Burritos. You have leveled up this channel. We appreciate your support so, so much. I love looking at this show. But he did also say, Zoobs is the Zoobs in uh, summer mode? The Torque Pennerloin saying Zoobs showing off summer sleeves." It needs to be said, you're looking hot tonight, Zoobs. You're giving off a certain <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Will you address the chat? What What are you giving off tonight?
1: Jeez, what are you I mean, listen, just one of those days. My, my you know, it's one of them then, uh, I think. People out there that sometimes life, sometimes life throws you a busy day when you don't expect a busy day. Um, thought I was getting like a really low key at day, and it ended yeah. up being not that. Um, and we got through it, and we're here on Wrestling oh. Brain. So that's the vibe. Oh. I'm sort of, sort of like made it through, right? The only way out is through on these things. So here we are, and my lighting's good. Right here on Wrestling Brain, can we get some brains in the chat, please,
0: as we open up tonight's episode of AEW? It's going down, dynamite, top to bottom. Let's see those brains in the chat let's see them let's see them let them roll in we're at a hype train level two that that talk them into the building work thank you everybody for your support it is greatly appreciated people who appreciate it and now zoobs i think it's time to do what we do best and that's of course go to you these zoobs oh i do want to say one quick thing a plug off the top go follow us on instagram at wrestling brain network we're putting a lot of effort into cutting some clips from the show some exclusive clips we're going to be more active on Instagram as well as Twitter, Wrestling Brain Network on Instagram. Thank you for letting those brains roll in. And now, Zoobs, you're ready on the one to seven music?
1: Uh, as ready as I'll ever be.
0: Then let's do it this way. Let's go to and ask the people on a scale of one to seven, with one being the worst and seven being the best. What do you, these Zoobs, and you, the Brainiacs, in the chat? Rate right tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. didn't spend money on it, but you did spend time. Oh, we got the new,
1: got the new layout. Nope. One oh, the clock, two, oh, three, the clock. four, five, six, seven. <laughs> Come on, D-
0: did I nearly One, sink the stream with all those brains?
1: Two, no, 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 three. No, it was the four, music, five, six come on I almost want to let that roll twice it's such a such a, such a great such a great to hear I love hearing the the countdown music
0: you can let it roll again do it
1: no no well, you know it's time people get their chance to have their their voice heard I think it's up to us to to sort through and see how they feel people will vote as votes come in and as we uh as you like to say so poet potently fumpfer around uh for just a moment. And now I think it's safe to read them. I am a guy who loves to fumfer. Here we go. <laughs>
0: Wrestling Brain social media producer Cadenza opens us up with a five. Sam Fells with a six. Brickman's with a six. Margaritas with a four and a half. Sledge Williams with a five. Scrooge with a seven. Kevin Cell with a five. Torpedo with a six. I am Ahab with a five. Dark Lord DDKL with a six. Nimbleto five with a five. Irish Mac twenty one. Qui Gon with a five. Qui Gon Gin and Juice with a five. Solid six from VZ. Five and a half from the beginning. with a five. Full seven from Jay's Retro. Five from Fruits Redible. G Rick G with a six point eight. Five and a half from C Supa fifty five, and a four and a half from Pacefowl. Wow, zoops! We haven't had a
1: night like this in a while. I'm lower than the chat. Where are you on this one?
0: Oh, I feel horrible already. I hate when this happens.
1: I don't know, cause I, you know, I'm I'm surprised to hear. I'm probably rated pretty high as well. Um, listen, some st- I, I think it sort of this is going to be pretty dependent on how big the Koda Ibushi thing is for you uh, or not, right? I think probably sways you a point one way or the other, right. and. Um, sort of your enjoyment of the MJF Adam Cole segment versus the uh, fact that you also got the QTV segment, right? You sort of, how much did how much did that scorecard, you know, the 3027, how much does that weigh in your head to the rest of the show? Because I feel like I was sat in the back half of this show and was pretty uh, satisfied with what I was seeing. Nick Wayne debut is, feels like a, not a big moment, but it feels like a moment that sure. rewards you as a week-to-week viewer, and you're sort of getting a peek at something exciting, so it feels like there's a couple of things in this episode that are like not a major show, but there are landmark things in here that are happening. Um, so I think I probably rate higher than you as well. I probably in line with where the chat is, which is what I read is like a five and a half to just below five and a half, five point four. 5.4. Maybe is what I'm getting from the chat. I think it's a hard one to grade for me. So I think, I think I'm probably at like a, like a five two five, five and a half. to five, five right in between where the chat is basically. And where are you?
0: I'm gonna go with a four point two five tonight. Four point two five for AW Dynamite. And we'll see. Maybe as we go through a top to bottom, I'll I'll change my mind. But I thought some of the show stunk. Major. That's major. In a way that Dynamite doesn't always stink. Sure. You know? Last week it was a six and a half with memory search. You know what? Somebody should keep track of our scores every week. That'd be interesting to you'd see love, at the end of the year.
1: You'd love you'd love to have uh We'll be able to do great stats anyway. seriously if you're a weekly viewer
0: uh, listen that could be free entry into the discord if you were a person who did that that could, i would <laughs> i would flirt with that idea if you were the person who kept track of the score you think i could write down a number as we do it every week, but when you're in the zone no chance it's hard to no chance you'd you know you I'm, the, I'm in a flow state <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a, like uh, that fellow lebron james okay let's get into dynamite Supes, or do we want to talk about the main event first
1: uh, your, your, your choice here. What do you, is this, is it, do you feel like it colors your vote of the, of the audio, of the episode a lot? Because if it does, then I think we should leave with it.
0: Well, how do you say, well, I don't mind leaving it up to the chat. What do people want? Do you want to talk Coda? I did, Coda was the thing I teased on Twitter and it seems like the chat's at. So if that's, if let's that's sort of what the people it. are let's wanting out the it. gate. Let's talk about it. So let's do it. Uh, your man, Don Callis comes out in uh in the main event here in dynamite and autumn i'll let you know this is a great time to start a clip right now as we are Zoob's now talking about the announcement of Pac as the fifth member of the blackpool combat club and indeed Kota abushi the reformed golden elite making up for the fifth member of the elite we'll get into the sort of ones and twos and more granular thing about what this means for each team but tell me your initial feeling when you saw Pac and then when you saw the Ibushi
1: video and graphic. Um, you know, it feels exciting. It feels very exciting to have. It's a. It feels like a big thing that that it, it gives AEW the continued allure that like anything can happen, sort of thing, right? Because there's it's what Ibushi was one of those people that you would put it in and and there would always be some guy that would be jumping up to tell you why it couldn't happen right why there the, was this contractor he doesn't sign here and this company and this company have an issue so because he's affiliated with both it'll money talks and tony Khan can get it done it sort of is like that's an a, a positive sign and it's what it's what a lot of fans want um and i think that's uh important and and I'm looking forward to seeing it, so I'm I'm pretty excited about the about the POC thing. I'm not, not the POC. Thing. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm about the POC. About uh, about the Ibushi thing. I think it makes uh, the most sense and is what the most people want to see in this spot. So, um, thumbs up for me.
0: I think there are corners of our audience that are such POC believers that they might be more excited about POC <laughs> and Blackpool Back Club than the Golden Lovers, and Golden Elite back together. But that remains to be seen. So I'll say that Pac, I think, fits into Blackpool Combat Club like a glove. He also re-Englishes them a little bit with the exit of William Regal. Here's an actual, okay, the name Blackpool. I know he isn't from Blackpool. I think he's from Nottingham, maybe. Don't kill me if I'm wrong on this. I forget exactly where uh, uh, Mr. Pac's from. But I don't think it's Blackpool. But nonetheless, at least there's like a tangent that in a pro wrestling way, you can make the loosest connection possible. And I just think in a vacuum, Pac in a blood and guts match, which I think you would agree, Zubes, have largely delivered on whole – I'm just interested in that. And then on the other side of things, they're able to tie it together with this Kenny feud, the shattering of the nose, okay? And it's not the strongest connection in the world of why Pac would join Blackpool Combat Club, but I think it's more than serviceable in this role. But on the other side, Kota Ibushi rejoining Kenny Omega, which is sort of like the, (laughs) it feels like such hyperbole to say the promise of AEW, but like it It, it is is something When you talk about the AEW endgame and all-in starts and whatever that equation is, you know the Golden Lovers are at some point doing something there. And that whenever Ibushi has free agency from New Japan, you have to get right to them. I want to credit AEW. Tony Khan can sometimes love to stretch things out and to not give you the match. Right now is almost always the time in wrestling. And <laughs> yeah. to get right to, Oh, we've got a He has free agent. Awesome. Put him beside Kenny. What are we doing? And in terms of how he plays in a blood and guts match, I mean, your, your man's going to go crazy. Kota is going to go absolutely bonkers in this match. They both do their job to elevate both of their teams.
1: How excited are you for blood and guts next Wednesday, June 19th? It's going to be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, everybody in it's awesome. It's an awesome match format. Uh, it, it, it will probably be the whole show. If not most of the show, I'm looking forward to it. It's a it, it feels like a it feels like a spectacle, right? And I like spectacle. That's what I liked about the last year was the little mini feels like they're important dynamites But um, they made a point to name or change the location of or do sets for. Um, I think it's neat in that way. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Kodabushi with the elite and 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 BCC in sort of like a really good spot for them. Um, everybody in it's interesting. There's there's lots of different things going on. Um, going to get crazy. Looking forward to it for sure.
0: It's very funny to me. I would have thought that no, there was nothing you could put in front of me that I would want more for Kenny Omega than just main event singles title picture. Like that's, I would think always where I want Kenny Omega. The moment Kota Ibushi is here. I'm like, okay, we need the tag run. We need, we need <laughs> the tag run. Uh, we we got to get to it. I can't be alone on this. The promise of the golden lovers in the AW tag division is gigantic right regardless of what the fallout from blood and guts is and who knows we may get getting ahead of ourselves this could we don't have any information this could be a one-night contract this could sure. be abushi's in and out they do blood and guts gives you a lot of room to do a big blow off angle with kota abushi if he's not coming back but where's your appetite for kota abushi and kenny omega as a tag team if that is the direction that they could end up going
1: love we would love to get like six months right get get it through the end of this year and yeah. sort of get them uh, get a run in the in the back half of 2024 that w- or 2023 that would be great. I th- I think. Um, but anything really getting any pieces to this sort of like it's always nice when you're somebody that follows this stuff. Um, to get what I you really think about it as like pieces to the to the even bigger story, right? We're sort of like you. You, you've taken yeah, the story that's, right. that's going on and you've zoomed out again and you're like, oh, this, this it keeps getting bigger and wider. and the more you, now you're talking about years and decades and relationships, like it's a good job of of adding layering uh, sort of one by one here. Um, so I have a lot of time for that kind of stuff when you're talking about speaking on the on the grand grand level, I, I if they want to do three matches over over six months, fight you know, have once every two months or or they're at all in. Yeah, um, and you know they're both singles and all out or whatever, whatever it may be. If we get even that, even that's like right, you get three matches in two months would be would be fine by me. So I'm happy with like if we can get th- like th- three to five matches with Kodobushi, Ibushi it would be like man. ideal for me. I think I don't think you want him as the you know after this he doesn't really know what he's what the feud is. I'm sure he could go with anybody and he obviously has the talent, um, but I think he's more useful in this way of like absolutely extreme amounts of meaning that get heaped on to the, like an hour total of footage.
0: Thank you for the follow to Marquise, by the way, uh, saying how did New York not sign Jay White and Koda Bushi? Yeah. I don't think they have that much interest. I, I was a little surprised. They didn't make a bigger play for Jay White in particular, but I'm not surprised. Koda Bushi's older than they like to sign and yeah. an absolute daredevil and probably not somebody that they especially think would connect with their audience. So that, that side of it isn't quite as surprising to me. Zoops, tell it me this: Who's the member of Blackpool Combat Club that you need to see Kodabushi pair off with in that cage next week? Well, of course, see him exchange tons of double teams. I'm sure with Kenny, all sorts of moves between all of them. But is there one person in Blackpool Combat Club you're like, okay, give me two minutes of those guys getting after it?
1: I mean, geez, honestly, the the big three that are going to be in this, I think you know, you have you have Mox and you have Cesaro, uh, you've Claudio, uh, and you have. Uh, now park i mean any one of those three guys i'd like to see with cesaro i think i think uh claudio yeah. is the is the pick here i don't want to keep calling him cesaro i apologize I yeah you on. don't normally do this, this is i know weird.
0: i have moments it's, like this on the different, show
1: sometimes too. claudio it's claudio for sure
0: it's weird sometimes i let a brian or a daniel Bryan slip out on this show it's hard That's another to. one that sometimes i just can't get over they're,
1: they're so good at the damn branding new york <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> yeah. uh v saying claudio kev Cell saying claudio bobby burrito saying claudio uh for me it's pock that's the that's the fantastic matchup there for me i'd really want to see pock and abushi super get after it
1: uh but exciting stuff as we head into next wednesday yeah it's pretty sick um and again i look forward to the big event shows so that's gonna be awesome I believe last year's Blood and Guts was an entire hour, wasn't it? It was like half of the show. You remember better than I do. That's for sure.
0: These guys could push that. These 10? you you've so much to play totally, with there. Totally, Even totally. Hangman and Mox in Blood and Guts?
1: Yeah. The places they could go and the the, the different ways they can pair off and the time they can take and the um selling they can do. The time they can stay. Yeah. Absolutely. They can do an hour.
0: Interesting point here by VZ saying, I wonder if Danielson's going to be a ringside character while his arm heals up. I guess for blood and guts, he can't. But then after that, yeah, I hope he's commentary ringside. I'm sure. I think the addition yeah. of Brian Danielson to Black, of, of course, I'd rather him stay home and heal up as much as he needs. But what he adds to those guys, even just on the mic, is, is so much value. For yeah. Really, really nice stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's rewind. That was me. You remember that on the, the VCR Zoops?
1: Oh, do I ever, buddy. Putting them in the big machine, pressing all the buttons. Very tactile.
0: Very tactile. A little satisfying. You know, you finish the movie. You have a couple seconds there to sort of think, dwell on oh, you know, it. Okay, back in the case. Yeah. It is July 5th, and Dynamite comes to us live from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. You, you must have been to Saskatoon at some point in your life, I would think
1: so. I don't think I have. I know that I have some, like, oh, you go okay. back enough uh, years, somebody, my family lived there at some point. But be an old person on a farm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, very old, very farm. Uh, I've been there twice. Two times I've been to Saskatoon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, trade shows. Uh, my review? Hot. Sure place uh we get the horrible music of dynamite plays that is quickly interrupted by judas i feel like it's been a long time since chris jericho opened up dynamite zoops, especially to wrestle i wonder when the last time chris jericho opened dynamite to wrestle but he's doing it here against commander and a couple things strike me immediately about dynamite tonight one boy they the crowd's very dark And I don't mind that actually. It reminds me of the NXT takeovers or new Japan title matches, but I know AEW doesn't like it. And I know what that means. It means there's no one there. And then credit to our pal Ricky Hart, who was in the wrestling brain discord and said they have sold 2,500 tickets of the capacity. I believe 11,500 for this evening's event. And I think I could sort of feel that coming off of it. And so even latently, like when I heard that, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Could you feel any of that coming off of the presentation of the show tonight? Uh,
1: I mean, now that you now that you mention it, uh, I suppose I I I hadn't picked up on that on my on my own, but it does add up with some of the feeling of how the night sort of went through.
0: Commander walks out to to silence, and Jericho doesn't get a very big pop. He's sort of like urging the people to keep singing "Judas" after. The, yeah, you know, everybody
1: knows that thing. It's a pretty and big I witness go, test. To the That's company. not
0: a great sign. You're already having to like go to the crowd for the first segment. <laughs> Unless the ring of honor taping before had like the, the greatest four way of all time, right before we might be in trouble. Sorry, Zeus, was a bit of a delay there. If I spoke over you, I apologize. Uh, Jericho opens the matches by pie facing commander and commentary immediately brings up Chris Jericho's feud with Juventud Guerrero, which of course we've got to see play out in dynamite during those, uh, five trials of MJF or whatever the hell that was. Um, <laughs> I thought Jericho was really going out of his way to try and ground commander and make him be a bit more believable, which I appreciate, but the crowd just wasn't into this match. And I didn't think these guys had very good chemistry. I thought this was a lot of sort of walk and talk. And I don't know. Normally I love the opening of dynamite be it match or promo. I can't think of sort of a slower start to the show in some time.
1: Uh, It did strike me that. And then I guess they did. They mentioned the Guerrero Guerrero thing. Uh, it's just funny that like Chris Jericho against random uh luchadors is like it's like thirty years worth of <laughs> like <laughs> it'd be a match on any show at any time. It's uh yeah, it's pretty right. funny. Um but yeah, I'm not a lot memorable. I'm not the biggest commander guy either. We've sort of I think you and I both um I feel like a lot of guys do a lot of stuff in that realm and he's just not my favorite at the things that he does (laughs) a lot of uh the moment
0: they invented vikingo commander went oh
1: shit (laughs) we get the all the traffic already go up or do we shit (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah yeah they got mine out there right (laughs) double check great shirt is still on the timeline go bookmark that tweet uh, 16 minutes in, we get a lion tamer, which I did think looked excellent. He really cinched it in on him. This crowd comes up for Jericho in the big moments. All the the Jericho spots are getting reactions from this crowd. But it's like palpable to me that this might be an uphill battle for some people tonight. And it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, but but I could tell that AEW crowd is almost always there, and it made me sad about a future where it might not be. Like the year is 2034, right? And you know your main event, It's just I don't know. It, it spooked me out a bit. Yeah, you seem you seem affected by it. Qui-Gon Jinji's asking why was this match made or on TV? It just felt super random. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure either. Might have been a rampage thing.
1: Uh, I mean, it's getting us in the ring for the callous thing. I mean, I guess they just, you know, to your points, you're in <laughs> 2,500 people in Saskatoon. <laughs> I don't know if people were like lining up to have the the TV banger this week. I hope they enjoyed it if they were there tonight.
0: Really hope you drank in your AEW experience yeah, since Saskatoon yeah. tonight if you were there, because uh, it might be a minute. It might you might be. Please <laughs> God will, and they're like, okay, we will hit Vancouver next time. Has this
1: Canadian tour been
0: sort of a a bomb, Zoobs?
1: I don't know about that. I'm sure they did fairly well. I mean, maybe it's, it's hard to say, right? It it depends. Last week
0: was less than half full in the arena too.
1: depends what they consider, you know, what they're really gunning for and and what they got out of Toronto. Um, It just really seems really weirdly timed. You have the middle of the summer. You have all this stuff going on. You have all these huge shows. You have like, you're building for all in, you have forbidden door and you, that's the, that's the month where you are going through Alberta and Saskatchewan and like no offense to those places, it's just like you—you you feel like you'd be going to like uh, proven markets that you knew were like rabid for the things that you were going to be doing on this trip, and maybe it's maybe it's obviously more week to week than we expect or than that we assume that these things are happening. But um, yeah, Winnipeg was very was was packed, as VZ. said, and I'm sure uh, uh, there'll be some other good stuff. But you know, Saskatoon, tough tough scene.
0: Calgary's not next week. It should be hot because it's uh, post Stampede week and Owen finals, but it's again less than half sold for Calgary next week too it's just strange thank you to Am Ahab gifting it here once up to the youthful one is is Matt watching right now God bless our producer Matt hope he's having fun down in Vegas Uh, filming some big content
1: oh that's right he's in Vegas yeah he's filming some big
0: content gotta love that it's exciting Don Callis is out post match Uh, I don't really have that much to say about the match I apologize everybody I was I really thought it was just sort of like walkie and on the ropes and grounding. I wasn't very into it. Don Callis is out. And now he's going to give reasons to Chris Jericho, why Jericho should join the Callis family. Cause last week, I didn't know why would he do it? He says, well, we were both trained by bad news. Allen. Remember that? And do you remember when we were in a faction with him and they cut to a great clip of IWA Winnipeg where Don Callis with long flowing hair <laughs> is in the ring with a very young and very jacked Chris Jericho, and Bad News Allen, and he says, Chris, 32 years of friendship, you know what Bad News would want us to do. I thought this was, it's like an interesting way to approach it, like the real threading in with the the more pro wrestling elements. I, I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, anytime you can get footage like that on the show and use it in a way that makes the show better, um, it's a huge addition. It's very cool. N- nice to see any piece of wrestling footage that WWE doesn't own. That's a nice little nice little also additional happy thing to have uh, add along.
0: Yeah, wow. Shout out to IWA Japan or uh, Winnipeg, the, the big holdouts. <laughs> IWA Japan. <laughs> Your man watches too many death matches. <laughs> Uh, although, maybe IWA Winnipeg has had a bunch of death matches, for all I know. Could be. Canada loves New York, says Torque Penderlone. It feels a bit that way on this tour. I don't know. Like, I just... Toronto, you were there, Zoobs at Forbidden Door, and with me at Collision the, the night before. It was a hot crowd and two sold-out buildings. And uh, that momentum just didn't carry at all as they traveled west. It feels like. Yes.
1: Maybe they're happy
0: with it. I don't have a clue. I yeah. don't know anything about this stuff.
1: Yes, but... I'll say yes, but... Um, they really had to rush the 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 Saturday Toronto show like it was it it did not give off the impression that it was going to be uh, as hard to ticket and then they were sort of like all right guys basically come in for free like if you're already in town like what else do you do like they basically yeah um you know it was a big enough weekend i, I don't know that, that i don't know that dropping the tickets to 15 bucks in saskatoon has the same effect
0: i think that's right and they added a cm punk match to collision
1: yeah, minor Lighter. <laughs> wouldn't mind seeing that guy on dynamite every now and then, you know, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> uh,
0: Marvez is with jungle boy. Who's been speaking on this program for, I think uh, six months straight now, weekly. He says, I'm not getting out of the car for this interview. There's crazy people here. They'll attack you. And and then wouldn't you know what hook jumps in the other side of the car beats jungle boy jungle boy goes ah child lock bails out of the window <laughs> of the car and goes running and then hook looks at the camera and says keep running perry
1: <laughs> something funny you know, about we got through
0: tonight's dynamite in like five minutes <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> they're given these it's interesting to see um you know we've had jungle boy in these uh as you said, talking the show for quite some time, um, doing different things with where they're trying to work into his personality. And it is sort of fun to watch him explore his first extended heel thing. And you're sort of like also getting footage of Hook learning how to be a little bit more of a baby, like a little bit bigger baby face, right? Because we've all loved the Hook thing, but he's yeah. going to have to get these reps. I don't mind I don't mind it as much. I, I know that it's not uh, super refined, but I, I sort of like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't viscerally turn me off.
0: I just feel like we've been doing this since he was feuding with Christian. I'm like, it's like, this guy just isn't that good at talking on the mic. We don't need, it's like, oh, you got to go, him Like the idea of giving him reps at this point is like, isn't it just trying the same thing over and over? I guess you're doing a heel turn now. So that is a little bit different. Um, regardless, I will say it seems that they're going to be leading because all this stuff about, oh, I, I belong in the ring. Jack Perry says. They're going to a parking lot brawl with this, I suspect, at one point. It seems to be the end game to this Makes feud sense, based yeah. off how it's going. And the history of parking lot, lot brawls in AEW is fantastic with Proud and Powerful of his best friends. So uh, I'd be happy to see a return to that. And I think that these two guys could do something special there. So th- that part of it is cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See? We're, a little, we're gonna, we'll are gonna, we get you there.
0: And that brings us to our first of three Keep It or kick it's of the Evening Zoobs. Uh, of course, Keep It or Kick It, a segment where I give you a prompt from my wrestling brain. And you must tell me if you like that prompt, love that prompt, want some more of that prompt, or if you hate that prompt, despise that prompt, never want to see it again, via the two emotes in our emote bar, keep it and kick it. And Zoobs, before I give that prompt, I do just want to let people know that we have added additional programming to the network. Mondays, it's Monday night program, same time slot as AEW Dudes, the great Torque Penderloin, Andrew C. He's streaming AEW Fight Forever. Zoobs, you and I are in the chat every week. It's my favorite show on the channel, frankly uh monday night program check it out it's him taking todd warrior through aw fight forever it's a really great time and then on tuesdays if you're a nasty cast you've seen it pop up in the feed but if you're a member of vod nation the only way to get this show currently is on the wrestling brain podcast feed search wrestling brain wherever you get your podcast and get comedians or comics in the combat zone it's comedian jordan to star to charm and ben stead going through every single czw pay-per-view this is, I'm listening to this podcast. This is like my, you know, when I, if I say a podcast, do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Like, listen to it the day it comes out. I listen to this one. I guess this makes me hypocrite. I listened to this one today. So it was, you know, yesterday's. But <laughs> I love listening to this show. I, I laugh out loud. And uh, I highly, highly recommend it. Monday Night Program and Comics in the Combat Zone. And now into the first of three Keeper Tickets of the evening. This statement. Jungle Boy. Should be the one to hand hook his first loss. There you go. The music is over.
1: Music is over. And the votes are in. Interesting.
0: A dollar, I thought this one would go, Zoop.
1: I was about to ask you and I, I feel like this Oh, wait, is you, you
0: read Keeper Kick. It's what I'm doing.
1: I know, but just in general. It doesn't feel like what uh, I thought you would be getting.
0: I can tell you, if you kept it, I think that's what's happening. And there are only two or three.
1: Um, but
0: yeah, I, I, think, I think that it will be a keep. I do think Jungle Boy is probably going to beat Hook here. Um, what do you
1: think, Zoops? Well, well get to the scores and then give us I'll read thoughts. them out and then I'll leave you half. We'll have Josh's. and Then I'll read them out and then I'll give you mine. Uh, Scoops starts us off with Kicks Galore. Uh, fruits are Edible. Kick. truly McGinnis. Kick. Niblet's 05. Kick. Am I doing it wrong? Kick. Uh, I am Ahab kick, so it's all kicks out of the gate. That's like seven in a row. Then two keeps, Torque Penderloin, and Dark Lord DKL. Two more kicks to even those out. Irish Mac, 21, and Kevsell. Keep from Pacefall. Kick from Giesbrecht. Then three straight keeps. Um, we were talking a little bit. Um, I keep it. I think that should. that's what we should do. I think that should, that should be what happens here. I think uh, if you're talking about you know what uh is best for for everybody involved i think it's i think it's a jungle boy win
0: okay well i'll jump in here and just say that i agree with you that uh i would go keep here i don't think hook's thing is that he's unbeatable undefeatable unstoppable monster i think it's just that he will come after you and you are going to fight him and he can attack from anywhere and i think jungle boy will cheat and continue his uh heal them i think there's a fine first place for uh hook to pop that cherry so to speak like you got to lose that O at some point he hasn't lost to anybody low on the card whether we like it or not jungle boy is a pretty meaningful guy on the card just face totally. for the world title so uh yeah i i don't have an issue with that at all
1: yeah and i think uh, you said not only not only is it not a yeah, yep. chat so,
0: chat wants hook to continue which i get as well
1: i get it um i don't know i i, I feel like it uh it is it's a it's a, it's a thing that will you know especially if it is a parking lot brawl, he has such a way to, like, there's so many ways out for Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, Hook, it, 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 it doesn't add, lower him at all to take one loss. I think it's, he's a young guy, and it, like you said, it's going to have to happen eventually. And I think this is sort of the metaphorical price you pay for becoming, like, a pure good guy, right? Is like you, you lose some. It's sort of part of being a good guy and part of being a hero. It's not like um he's choosing to be the right to do the right thing in this feud so it's going to be a little bit harder for him and that sort of makes sense to me
0: yeah no one's calling i hope for the bill goldberg push
1: bill goldberg push <laughs> uh for young hook wow he what's happening today. on that one it you know you and i both tripping on it today
0: yeah, I, uh, I'm i getting – you're very delayed for me, but I don't think it is for the stream. Like, it's fine to the stream, just to me. So that's completely that's completely okay. I can work with that. Weird. Renee is backstage with Don Callis, who will be announcing the 5th BCC member tonight. Renee says, aren't you afraid to go out to the ring? You know Kenny Omega's looking for you. And he said, Renee, I'm not a tough guy, but I'm not afraid of that gutless coward, Kenny Omega. <laughs> That's just like a great classic heel line. Like, like I'm a wimp. And even me, I'm not afraid of insert the <laughs> toughest guy around. Like a guy who would <laughs> and just egregiously kick your ass.
1: Yeah, nice touches. As always, I mean, geez, callous. Always with the nice touches.
0: Dirty Dawn. Well, Zoobs, Cole and MJF have been drinking. And Zoops and I know a little bit about this. You might say wrestling rain was started because of two guys sitting in a booth drinking. You could say that. Uh, and here, it looks like Cole and MJF had had four shots each. And, you know, let, let's be honest. that Zoops and I can have, you know, eight. You'd, you'd be begging for us to drive you home, you know. But nonetheless, <laughs> it's enough to get these guys wasted. <laughs> and uh, MJF keeps asking Adam Cole, come on, man, where's the shirt? Where's the matching shirt? Cole is lying, says that, hey, Max, I lost it. Max says you can't BS the BSer, But before they can continue, four independent female wrestlers walk by. And Max goes, hey, I did some quick math here. Two for me, two for you. And Cole's like, no, no, no. You remember Britt Baker? I'm loyal to her. Max goes, ah, no problem. Four for me. <laughs> all right, well, that's, okay, Max. That is that is the, you know, two and one. and four. That is how the math works. Uh, MJF goes, and it is implied that he has sex with all four of these women at once. Which quite the feat, quite the feat if true. Um, we'll we'll continue on from here after this because they go on. What what we we're big fans of these guys. Dynamic did it continue into the bar,
1: for you, Zoops? Um, listen, it wasn't as listen. These things aren't new, and it's not the first time. It's it's not as like, oh, what is this? You sort of the weight of expectation. I thought it was good. Um, I thought there was some funny stuff. I you know, I I don't think it was as great as the, the 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 sort of the first watching of them of them. Stumbling into it, but I do like the continued, uh, like, evolution of it. I do like that you're having Cole, uh, whether he is or not. Like, no matter what happens here, they've they've done a good job of rehabbing Cole uh, into the return. He's back in the mix. It feels like, like, this is the first week that I noticed that people were, like, begging to keep them together, which is, like... Perfect, right? It's like exactly yeah. exactly what you want. It's it's like, oh man, I I you know what? I, I would take two or three more weeks of this. It's like no, like you're you're the you're definitely the person that's getting the heartbroken on this. Like it, they've done it. Uh, they've done a great job. It's it's crazy, um, and just a testament, I think, to to how good MJF is and how good uh Cole truly is, a guy that we give a hard time to. Like there are a lot of things you have to do. Tip your cap, and we do tip that he's that he's over and this is a different side and a different version than I'm used to at least. And and there's some points due for that.
0: It's because MJF has that Okada thing and you know what, I, how often I compare somebody to Okada, but you get to see someone's best when they're around him. Yeah. Uh, so in, in new Japan, it's their in ring. It's how bad luck. Fale can have a four-star match. It's like, what are you talking about? Bad, bad luck. Fale doesn't have a four-star match. It's like, he does. Because he had to wrestle Okada in the G1. And instead of being like, oh, Fale's a night off, Okada said, let's have your best match tonight. And it's like, that attitude is, MJF, now don't get me wrong, there you can think of people that he has taken a nuke to as well. Uh, Wheeler, you had to go join Blackpool Combat Club to be rehabbed. And uh, there was somebody else before that too, MJF
1: was just executing. Did
0: you have, oh, uh, Pillman Jr. I was going to say, the varsity um, blondes got just, just right, just
1: right out of the right out Taking the combat. buzzsaw too. Yeah. Buzz
0: Zod. Yeah, out of the company is right. um, But if you are good enough, you get a chance to sort of showcase whatever you want to showcase. You can throw him ideas. He'll play along. He's talented enough in enough facets to sort of enter your world. I mean, he's playing babyface here, basically. And to have great effect, like you say, people really don't want these guys to break up. They shift out of the bar, which is presumably MJF Zone, into the video game room, which shifts into like a quasi-fight forever ad. I'm not a guy who loves being advertised to, but if I have to be, this is a good way of doing it. Where it's like, okay, MJF, we had your fun. Now we're going to go have mine. And MJF's like, oh, I don't want to go do whatever you want to do. It's playing video games, it's playing fight forever. But MJ or Cole, first of all, plays MJF's hubris and says, your ratings are really good in the game, actually. Your character is really good. And MJF's like, okay, that's sick. I'll play then. But then Cole makes them a tag team in the game and they're doing all these moves. And MJF loves it because he realizes he's never had a friend. And when, as soon as he says this, Cole is like moved and he's like, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I was planning on turning on you. And Max is like, I was planning on turning on you too. <laughs> and then Cole's like, well, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to win the tag team titles. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, man. it's It's good. It's like,
0: are they going to win the tag team titles?
1: I don't know. They've done a good enough job. I truly don't know. They could, right? They they really could. They're, they have MJF. Uh, it would oh, be quite sure. it'd be quite something, but um, I'm really taken by I this. I firmly
0: believe they should win the tournament. Yes. Firmly believe they should win the tournament. No question. I know people think it should be Dan G and Sam G, who I'm calling the, the Gs, or the two Gs, <laughs> haven't quite decided, but uh, I think it should be calling MJF. Like They can get a lot of mileage out of having won this tournament, and there isn't a clear title contender for MJF right now they're gonna go to I think it's September there in uh, New York, which is where you gotta think that's where they pull the Eddie trigger on that being your program. But so until then, I, I really think they should win this tournament. Who else has seized the opportunity? They've been put in the biggest spots. I mean, they were what? Probably legitimately across three segments, like twenty minutes of the show tonight, MJF and Cole.
1: Yeah. A exactly. massive piece of this program. Um, but I liked it. Me too. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of where this where this has gone and the it's a new story. It's like, I've not, I haven't really seen this story told in this way before. I, I always appreciate that as well. Not in this company. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: Sammy Guevara and Dan Garcia. What do you think of my uh, name? The two G's.
1: I thought you had Dan it right. Dan G and Sam G. I think that's it. It's Danji and Samji. It's not the, I think that's no. you hitting it. I think you are like, what do I call Danji and Sam G? It's like, that's, you've done it. You're trying to like chip away at that is fruitless. That- Keep it simple. Stupid, says the Zoobs.
0: I love it. <laughs> Sam G and Angie are out here taking on Orange Cassidy and Darby, who for all the credibility they take away from this being a blind tag tournament, they really are a good tag team, aren't they? they? They really do have a fluidity of style. I think everybody understands immediately that their odd couple sort of look is going to be fun. But in ring they're very buttery both of them are very buttery wrestlers to begin with and so that sort of plays in them as a tag team in a way that i really like um they're trying to get across a lot of dynamics here i don't know if they did the absolute best job but sammy and darby exchange a handshake here which is a throwback to a couple weeks ago where they're sort of are going to remain allied regardless of what's going on again i feel like that's sort of an anchor on darby but Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sam G came out to, like, Bobby Fish-style silence tonight in Saskatoon.
1: <laughs> hard to believe Sam- that Sammy Guevara isn't over in Saskatoon. It's hard to believe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I is not really his fault, is it? <laughs> um, During this match, though, I thought... It-, it was exactly how you thought this match would play out. Very smooth wrestling by everybody. Great dives to the outside by Darby. The offense by Sammy is, of course, very athletic and off the ropes. I just... And you should be able to exit your mind, but I couldn't personally. I don't know if you happen to see this match, but on collision on Saturday, FTR versus the bang, bang gang, bullet club gold. It was just like really, really good. And they're doing it as a two out of three falls this Saturday night, which I suspect will also be really, really good. And watching this, I was sort of like, "Ah, I just had the real thing. I couldn't help but think that the Saturday (laughs) to Wednesday, I don't have a week to forget it. You know, Wednesday to Wednesday, I can forget anything. Saturday to Wednesday, it's like ah, oh, the taste is still lingering.
1: I got you. Yeah, I got you.
0: just suggesting that we are the real uh, contenders to the tag division.
1: I mean, sort of geez, new. we're not far off. That's for darn sure. It's make the call, sign the check. Uh, feels like it. I agree with Bobby Burritos. Um, did you see me in ring this week, Zeus? I did. I, I saw plenty of footage. I, yeah. I mean, I I was hearing dirt cheap reports about what went on at that event. Um. Yeah, very exciting. What a, what a sell. What a what a what a what a take of the spear. What a sell. What Thank a job, you. and got the job done as a manager, like like well not as a manager, but like as a quasi as a as a figure, as a representation of wrestling brain and of the insurance policy. Like what a showing there as well. You also locked the win in. Uh, savvy beyond your years, like immediately. Really impressive. Really impressive footage.
0: Zoops, I can't tell you what you saying that it, the spear looked nice means to me. Because don't get me wrong, compliments are always nice to get. I, I don't know if maybe you're a little bit like me where it's like, you know your goals so innately that it's like, don't, don't don't get me wrong. I think it's really nice when people go out of the way to say nice things no matter what. But that spear cell was so important to me. I was mortified to have like some horrible manager bump. Sure. And I, I have to shout out Cat Power. I don't want to give away too much here, but she she gave me very specific instruction. She was like, this will look great. Just do exactly what I say. Told, gave like exactly what to do. And uh, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I was joking with my friends after. Lots of listeners and friends and my parents came out. So I have to thank everybody for that too. <laughs> but the, it really, really meant something to me when it was like, I saw the video back. I was like, oh, Listen, I'm not, I'm not. It's not one of the greatest spear cells of all time. I don't know. But it's yeah. nowhere near fucking it up, you know? Like, <laughs> it's nowhere near fucking it up. You could look at that and not know that I hadn't done it before. Well, it looks like how a person takes a spear. And that's, that, oh, that's a great compliment for me. Thank you, Jake Lee, 93
1: saying, the mouth
0: of the wrestling brain. Maybe.
1: Man, truly, truly all I inspired is stuff. Yeah, truly inspired stuff.
0: And if you want to see I don't even know if I should say this on here, but it's so that's coming out on television at some point and being filmed for TV. But if you want to see that full sequence, it was filmed by some of my family members and is up behind my Patreon. So if you want to see <laughs> uh, my how I uh, get Fergie the batch, patreon.com slash 0 S H C.
1: What a moment.
0: It has to be behind there though. It's well, yeah, yeah. listen. RF to- yeah. uh, anyway. you understand. Semagora so go pins Darby Allen here. yeah man who knows shoot the shoot interview business better than me uh sammy pins and shout out of course to mr ferguson for giving me that opportunity just a really really lovely opportunity sammy pins darby and we move on beautiful immediately to darby allen well i should say we get the video package first we get Nick Wayne sitting on the apron that Darby Allen was shooting in last weekend. This is presumably the the Buddy Wayne training center uh, main ring or if it, or wherever both these guys trained in. And who knew? I thought, of course, this is a very moving story as he walks us through the day he found out his dad passed. It was in this exact spot and how he knew that he had to put his family on his back and what this meant. It was tremendously powerful stuff. But to apply, like, the wrestling brain to it... um he's like I've never heard him promo before and I think he shows a lot of promise as a promo now granted you're speaking about something I thought Darby really came across great last week speaking about this too because you can tell that Buddy Wayne's passing of course it means a lot to uh the youngster who of course that's his father how could you how could you not but I don't know I just thought that Nick Wayne came across like a million bucks here really I I was watching it and I was like well this this is all this much investment from this one video package is enough for a couple months like this is Green means go for me. How'd this hit you, Zeus?
1: Part of the fun of, uh, you know, I call them linear sports, is seeing the first looks at the prospect. Um, And, you know, NBA right now, it's Summer League. You have all these draft picks that are coming in. They're playing exhibition games early, early, early. We're two months away from training camp sort of thing. But it's 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds playing. And you're getting the first looks at these guys that got drafted. And you're sort of like... You're taking this uh, first impression that it really crystallizes uh, and there's nerves in there, but you see what you're, all you're looking for is flashes. Um, and that's, I think, what I get from Nick Wayne here, where it's like part of it is like, man, he could do everything. Like there's no, he could do everything. There's no, there's no question. You yeah. watch him wrestle and you're like, oh, well, he could do all the wrestling parts. Um, and that's what's really exciting is he's there, um, you know, already. And now he, he, you have all these years to add everything else. Um, to, to add on who he is and, and 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 why he's doing things and how he's doing things and how he presents himself and who who he becomes, um, there's so much room and there's so much road ahead of him. This is a great place to start from. I thought um, starting from the heart and sort of establishing <laughs> right away that this is what you're, this is why you're here and this is who you are. This is your your first statements. So I thought it was really impactful in that way. Um, really excited. Just like I think yeah, Sludge Williams perfectly saying it. He's beyond his years is sort of the the perfect way I would describe it. It's like, yeah, it, it's just like he's so um, ready to be a pro wrestler. Like, you're, there's you would there's no like, man, this guy's learning this. It's like that guy's a pro wrestler, like hundred percent. You watch him, you watch him in the ring at all times. There was zero moments where you're like, I don't know if this guy is like uh, done this enough times. You're like, it's incredible. Um, so this guy's the limit, man. Uh, this is exciting. It, it's I, I'm thankful we talked about the Ibushi thing earlier. I'm also thankful for stuff like this of like making a priority to go get the 18-year-old prospect guy and be like, yeah. this is the gambles that pay off. This is how it works. Like, this is the ones that um, it's meaningful to have versus um, some of the signing the ex-WWE guys. It's like they make an impact, but long-term, Nick Wayne is what's, ex- it's what's important. Nick Wayne is what's exciting for the company. Like, if you can create, turn him into a star, then you have something that you can't get anywhere else, and that's what's really special in th- these businesses.
0: Well, and you're not going to get a more obvious blue chip prospect than Nick Wayne, right? Like it is a, to pass on him is folly to get him early. Almost becomes your only chance in like an online world. I know that this is truer and truer in MMA where pros, maybe this is true in all sports. You can fill me in zooms, but where scouts are more and more attuned and camps are bigger and have deeper roots in more areas. And so by that scouting gets younger and younger. okay, who even shows promise at wrestling, let's let's get him here like that sort of you know down the rabbit hole and it's interesting to see that happening to pro wrestling
1: too yeah totally
0: a torque pendeloin and bobby burritos both shouting out murder brian saying imagine if nick wayne trained at the performance center instead of turning the world on the indies yeah that's a great point by brian yeah crazy jake lee saying give me a future swerve versus wayne title match yeah thought they showed a lot of chemistry in their match later on tonight have no problem with these guys being a uh return viewed in aew
1: yeah absolutely lots to say
0: i'd agree with dennis dirty work credit this word for being a perfect dance partner yeah we'll get to that too oh boy uh so cole is on his phone adam cole's on his phone and this is you know roderick strong's sitting around backstage we saw MJF drinking with Max, gaming with Max, and saying, let's win the tag team titles. Roderick Strong World enters, party says, time,
1: excellent. you're not really
0: starting to like this guy, are you? <laughs> it's got to be hard being Roderick Strong. Because if you had to hang out with Roderick Strong or MJF, even though MJF's a bit of a stinker, you're picking MJF.
1: Absolutely. This is the, it's like, man, Roddy, do you think you're interesting and fun to hang out with? Is that what? <laughs> I get it, you guys have been other for like a long He's time, great. but like we're doing stuff you know what i mean we're not just sitting around I'm back cold. here yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if
0: i'm cole i'm going the past is the past man you know?
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh but i actually do think roddy played his role well here and did had to do some like minor acting which isn't always a strong suit but i thought he was good or at least like completely fine here and if this is going to get us to like a tv event roddy versus mjf match that will certainly cook right like as a certainly. in-ring surefire defense for mjf so uh or maybe Roddy gets a tag partner returning Kyle O'Reilly and that's a tag, something going on there. Lots you could do there that I don't mind the Roderick Strong involvement. But uh, it is hard just to compare, like, the charisma nuclear bomb that is MJF. It's like, you don't actually like that guy, do you? It's like, yeah, man, everybody's like that guy since he was four years old. But yeah. like, every single person <laughs> though It's like, oh, you like Max? Yeah, no shit. Everybody knows that guy is awesome to be around. Like, it's very
1: obvious. Yeah. Excellent.
0: He's married to Marina Shafir, though. I might go over just to be like, hey, you got to use this song. You yeah. I, <laughs> just with over <laughs> yeah just... I got the theme for you.
1: See how many different ways you can bring it up in conversation organically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know me. It'd be the uh, maximum amount of times and zero organic.
1: Yeah. You know me is right, Josh. Cold call. All of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Well, we've got a tag team made for me here taking on our favorite guys in MJF and Cole. We've got Big Bill and Brian Cage. Awesome. Uh, As a man currently obsessed with Yoshihiro Takeyama, uh, get well soon, Takeyama, uh, I am obsessed with Big Bill. I am projecting my hopes of big man. Because I have fallen in love with Takeyama not for his incredible work rate, but in some ways for how lazy he is. This guy loves to tag into a match, kick some ass for ninety seconds, no sell everything, and tag out. It's like <laughs> Bill, you can do the sort of greedy nonsense that I love. Like you could, can, you could, can, you can just gotta watch. A uh, little Takayama, because he's really fantastic. We watched him in uh, Kenton my late night stream behind the paywall there uh, in the Discord, and really, I, I really hope the best for that guy because he, he's quite the talent, and uh, Big Bill should be him. And he's paired here with Brian Cage. and you with me? This is a team you could do something with, I say. I, I,
1: I, of all the things that have happened in the tag team tournament, for as weird as it started with, you're getting Cole and MJF out of it. And I think we've stumbled into, like, accidentally this amazing tag team where you're like, this has to be a tag team. Like, How could they not be a tag team? hear me. I can hear you, yeah. Yeah, I hear you perfectly. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I hear you perfectly. Now I can hear you. Interesting. I don't know what happened there. That's okay. I
0: can hear you now. You were saying? Well, I think Heart Note sort of puts it nicely here. I got a few friends who have never watched wrestling together to watch Double or Nothing, and Big Bill was the most over guy of the night. I don't think it's hard to explain big ass kicker, and I really think Big Bill, maybe it's with Big Stoke as his manager, maybe, whatever it is, run, run, dude, run. Like, there's something there, like, and I think everybody sees it. I don't know that it's necessarily with Brian Cage, although I like that pairing, uh, but but I think everybody sees it. Now's the time to do something with Big Bill.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you uh, as much as I can possibly be with anybody on anything. That's uh, I'm right there with you in step on the on the on the pairing
0: and you know who agrees with us Zoobs is mjf because him and cole go out of their way to make big bill look like a million bucks in this match just a guy that is a titan that without two double team offense they cannot fail they sort of build the story of this match around mjf trying to get a body slam uh, mania three style on big bill he does end up getting it at the end of the match to a big pop and you got to say mjf's crowd work in this match it's the most Saskatoon came alive all night. So uh I was I this was like very classic. It wasn't like an amazing match, very classic sort of Bills the Giant, but but I got into this oobs. Do you enjoy this one?
1: Yeah, I mean MJF is a lot of things and and one of them is a uh like a classic wrestler. He's like an old school, like timeless kind of guy wrapped in modern technique and modern skill and what it takes to be a modern wrestler. At his core, he's a really timeless character, right? And it's really funny that he's able to lean on Some really timeless old school face tactics as well. Sort of to just pull me in the direction. Like there's a simplicity to what he does that is what makes it so brilliant. Um, I remember you were talking about that jujitsu grappler. You were talking about it, but like the key is that he's just the best at the most basic fundamentals. Um, Gordon Ryan, I think you were talking about. Gordon Ryan, yeah, sort of a similar thing here, where it's like. MJF's brilliance is is part of it is its simplicity, right? Like he does simple, uh, classic heel tactics, but he does them at, at the highest possible level. Um, that sort of that I feel like that same sort of mastery uh, it allows him to sort of view it through different lenses than we're used to, and gets us a lot of different stuff.
0: I I know that Punk is doing the leg drop and the call to the ear. And sort of calling out Hogan and heel stuff outright. But MJF has actually built my favorite part of Hulk Hogan's wrestling into his act as a babyface. And I hope it never goes away, which is I only get like a Hogan and Eddie Guerrero where it's they cheat or at least use heel tactics as a babyface. Like MJF's comeback to the corner in this match is an eye poke. And the crowd loves it because they want him to get to Cole. He goes, duh! Like, that, that's, how, that's how he manages to get past <laughs> Big Bill. For, or it might be Brian Cage by that point, but I forget. Oh, I think it is because then you get to Cage and um, uh, uh, Gage. But, or uh, sorry, Cole and Cage. But regardless, I, I really like that. I poke, and then he did, it's not a low blow. He did something else in the match. I can't remember, but he does another like heel tactic comeback. And I just think that stuff's really great. Hogan does the back rake. And of course, Eddie does the catch belt shot or numerous other things. I just think
1: it's very cool, and
0: uh, I like seeing MJF do it even as a babyface.
1: Big time, yeah. I thought it was was uh, it felt it felt classic to me, like like a, just a timeless, any era, uh, good guys, bad guys, little wrestling match.
0: Shout out to the Samoan drop slash followaway slam Brian Cage somehow manages to do where he catches one guy here. Has the other guy there, and he does a Samoan drop and throws the other guy. Crazy! <laughs> What's the strongest thing you've ever done, Zeus?
1: <laughs> I know, no, no kidding, nothing like that. That's, That's crazy. Crazy. Oh, he bit strong. Big Bill's. That one off. He bit Big Bill's hand. That was the, uh, the the thing. Oh
0: right! Thank you, thank you to uh, Irish Mac Twenty One. Great call. That's exactly what I was thinking of. And, again, the crowd's coming alive for it. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's my him. Yeah, come on. Great stuff. And I hope he keeps that even in his most pure babyface form. I hope MJF is always someone who will do whatever it takes. Big time. And then they, of course, get the win here. And we get a Cole MJF in-ring promo. At this point in the show, Zoobs, did, were you like, "Wow, this is a lot of Cole and MJF"? Or were you like, "All systems go, more Cole and MJF"?
1: I was like, "Boy, they're the, the whole the whole show here. <laughs> the, the whole middle of the show is Cole and MJF." Eh, listen, they don't they don't have a lot uh, going on anyway, so you may as well, I guess. Um, and people are lo- lapping it up, and these two guys are very over. It's as, as you said, as over as you're going to get in Saskatoon tonight. Um, was these two so? Um, I, I guess I sort of expected I I didn't expect after all that to ha- to have an in-ring segment so I was surprised.
0: Saskatoon. MJF is in full baby face mode post match as he starts a chant for Adam Cole to do the thing. Do the thing. I personally think that's where the turn's going to take place at some point. Right. It's like that Adam Cole the Oh, Adam Cole baby. Uh I think that's going to something to do with the turn at some point i just got that sense tonight we were this close to doing the double clothesline, line but hey we got the matching shirt so that's good enough when and when if and when they hit that double clothesline, line the building is going to come off or the roof is going to come off whatever building they're in he says okay adam cole's over da, 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 da. this part felt a little drawn out to me i, was st- I still really like these guys dynamic but this is where i started to feel okay a lot of coal and mjf tonight as we get Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? <laughs> I thought, now? Hasn't I been, yeah. That could be the title of this show, dude. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm ready. You're not actually asking. And he doesn't really say much besides they're going to win these tag titles. He is committed to the idea. And uh, they go off the friends that they are. As, soon as that leads us to our second of three Keeper Kickets of the evening, which goes as follows. Adam Cole and MJF should win the blind tag team tournament. <laughs>
1: Cadet, Cadet,
0: Cadet, Cadet, Cadet,
1: Is this a setup have you have done it? it no I mean, it's no no
0: I, Subes, I gotta say and i'm not trying to throw you i'm not trying to give you some shrapnel here uh the shoulder most of this but are we getting worse at this show uh <laughs> y- you you uh haven't been on exactly a streak on reddit said it yes and i've been doing worse at keep it or ticket than ever getting you know 80 percent unanimous answers are we are we losing the are we losing the touch?
1: It's 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 the hero's journey is taking place here for sure. We're we're on the road right now. We're on the road. It's part as I said before, it's part of being the good guys, is it? I'm getting old. It's a little bit too. harder.
0: <laughs> because I'm with the 100% crowd keeping this one.
1: Wow. And you're keeping. You this isn't even a fish job. People were thinking maybe maybe this is a fishing job. Maybe you're you got the lure in the water and you're waiting for the bites. I remember, you, you do that sometimes. Not, not this time.
0: Samji and Danji are are very popular. I feel like to win this on that people are like oh they could be a long term team with uh, Jericho appreciation side going away. I, I thought there were. I see a lot more talk online about them winning than uh, we see. Then we see in our chat here tonight, but there we go.
1: Savvy, savvy people, the brainiacs. There's nothing wrong with that. Foolish, all the time that is being spent on these two, and you're like, oh, they don't, they don't ever face FTR. It's like, give, give me, get real. Anyway, that, God,
0: that match will be sick.
1: No kidding. As Jake Hager
0: is backstage with Chris Jericho in a segment that I liked, where he says, "You're not actually considering this Don Callis' offer, are you?" But you guys have a lot of history, but we've got a lot of history. Remember when I saved your life in Abu Dhabi? Remember when I was your first recruit to the JAS? Do you know that story about him saving Chris Jericho in Abu Dhabi?
1: Not directly, no. It's
0: not, it's not even one-tenth. It's <laughs> not even one-tenth as impressive as uh, he makes it sound. As all that happened is Chris Jericho, some guy was talking shit to Chris Jericho. Yeah. Chris Jericho was about to fight that guy. And Jake Hager said, "Don't do that. You're in Abu Dhabi. This guy lives here. They'll kill you."
1: Smart. And Chris Jericho says, "Well, you saved my life that day. Saved his life. Yeah, I mean, he did technically. If they were gonna kill him, if it was that, or he'd be killed, I mean, then he did save his life. Maybe save two guys' lives, frankly.
0: I mean, do we know? Yeah. I mean, you want to say, I mean, if he can hit that code breaker, you know, would have ended a couple guys too. <laughs> uh, but Hager says." If you're going over there, I can't follow you. And he takes off his beloved purple hat. He likes folds hat. it up in an oddly emotional moment and hands it to Chris Jericho. Uh The hat no longer. I thought a. They were like, Jake, I don't know what we're going to do with you going forward. We you need some way you can put the closing on with the JAS. Figure it out. I thought it was nice. It was a job well done by everybody.
1: Kudos to the amount of time these guys have been around and the number of good moments they had that they are able to get a payoff of the purple hat. That they're able to get a, like, there's a purple hat moment that is like, that's so silly, but it was meaningful. So I think kudos to the amount of time and effort that went into all of that.
0: I liked that hat. (laughs) For Brandon and Jake Leeson, both bringing up that uh, imagine uh, playing the WWE wrestlers on 9-11.
1: Game over, Jihad.
0: Game over, Jihad.
1: <laughs> you took it right out of my mouth. It was game <laughs> over, Jihad.
0: One, one of the all-time great tweets. Some game, say, over, game over, Jihad!
1: <laughs> some say the first reply to that tweet is uh, where wrestling brain all began.
0: <laughs> yeah, love that. I'm going to go on and say that. Ruby Soho versus Sky Blue. I don't know what to think. What the hell is going on? Because I thought this was one of the better women's matches on AW television in the last month, too, on the on the show Dynamite. It was the nice Willows match in there, too, I suppose. But but it's a generality, like, I thought Ruby Soho was really bad last week against Britt. But then I thought here against Sky Blue, I mean, there was still one really bad moment where Ruby sells in the middle of the ring and Sky Blue's just waiting for her outside. Ruby just stands up and like, walks to the outside and takes a move. But... You know, whatever. That's, I guess, going to happen sometimes. And besides that, I thought this was good and well-sped and snappy. And the the time on the apron felt dangerous and like something could happen and did. And Sky Blue seems to be coming along as an in-ring talent in a way that is – it's an account with what her push has been. You know, we've seen a lot of her being put in spots to lose but was sort of the best that that roster has to offer – and now, hopefully, you're seeing those seeds come to grow here because I, I thought this was a good match.
1: Yeah, I am happy to be early on the Sky Blue development uh, roller coaster train, I, and and I might have I might I might have had just about enough of the Ruby Soho singles matches. Maybe just not my absolute cup of tea at all times. But I thought it was. I, don't, I mean, I think you maybe have it a little bit higher than I do, but um, have been a believer of, of Sky Blue as sort of like something that they can be. Um, a pretty big piece of the future of the division if they do it right. So I was happy to see that as well. So I'm with you. It was it was pretty good, but um, there's still room for, for more for sure on the show.
0: Harley Cameron rap class is up as an episode of QTV. Anybody, anyone still standing for QTV out there? <laughs> you, you guys, you still, huh? Oh, I hate fun. Yeah. You, I didn't. Have, I didn't have anything to do with us getting here. I can tell you that. I hated this every <laughs> damn step of the way. Don't, don't you go look in the mirror, folks. Not you, Zooms, folks. The that we got here. Th- this is diarrhea. This is you, you can shit in your hands and have something better than watching whatever the fuck this was. Who's this lady? Harley Cameron, r- rapping. She's a better rapper than Max Castor. Waterweed dune hair, the biggest one I can offer. Huh? Get QTM. Bar- Kuti Marshall is responsible for so many low points in this company it's astonishing <laughs> and the, the the irony is he's, he's good in ring he has like very like a good wrestling style but God the guy's taste like his sense of taste it's rough and this segment was rough and awful i I should be fine like like I don't know I thought this was awful
1: I have basically no uh, <laughs> notes or comments on this that's not uh I, was, I sort of was like mentally i was like oh i know what this is going to be and i'm just like completely was like mentally like not processing this I'm saving myself the the brain moments <laughs> i was just like nope walking away uh not for me no thanks didn't the, the
0: coolest take i saw on twitter was oh she can actually rap perfect who could give a fuck <laughs> it's like who could even notice I was like, oh, this was rapping. They did the Max guys are awesome. Oh, she so she can actually sort of rap. Okay, great. Yeah.
1: Oh, way to go, Harley Cameron. It was at Didn't least, think yeah. much of this Irish Max thing. It was at least short, and I don't think it's four hour demo. The other, the other de- Yeah, that's you're right. I agree. At most, it was short. In fact,
0: it, it this is the best thing I could say about it. Uh, you know, it was good when people say it was brief. It like, oh, at least you know.
1: It's like being stabbed at least in and out. VZ um presenting a, fit, a a classic. Not gonna say they're good segments, but they are successfully making me hate QTV, so they're doing their job. The worst taken wrestling, unfortunately. <laughs> just
0: I hate watching this, but that's good is not any I just will not engage with stuff that way. I don't think that's what heat is. It's I think I think you know, I think VZ is a great commentator around these parts, but he and I disagree basically I, I, I just really part ways i hear i see it online it's like no no anything bad that is drawing booze is good heat and it's like oh, okay yeah you enjoy enjoy your television program made of good heat yeah baron corbin is a great wrestler like that that's where those ideas lead you and uh it's not it's not how i feel like hating something in earnest being like if someone walked into the room right now i'd be deeply embarrassed of my interest isn't like oh i can't wait for qt marshall to be pinned by someone like Max Caster versus this woman is gonna cook. Like none, none of that's real for me.
1: There you go. Beautifully said. I, I wanted to I saw that, and like you said, we you said it's a very good comments here around here all the time. But sometimes you see it, you're like, I'd love to just serve this to Josh and allow this to be uh, the blanket statement for the <laughs> It's a thing like like you said, it comes up a lot. So that's just the space to put it in. Love this, Nick Wayne entering for his debut
0: AEW match and giving Darby Allen a really nice hug going out there, Zoobs. If you were ever out there for, I mean, they better pray you don't because both of we <laughs> are going to make these guys look like they're two feet tall. Uh, but I'd love to give you a hug before you go out there for the big one. You know, I thought this was a nice moment in exchange between two friends here. And he's out here to wrestle Swerve, who has Prince Nana with him to sort of even the odds, doesn't hug or anything, but they are also uh, friends and i love the sort of opening dynamic of this match where it's the uh nick wayne not letting swerve wants to still big brother him he opens up with a slap he tries to shove him and nick wayne saying no twist position fires right on back like this is a i'm not the boy you once knew like i am you're gonna step to me and i'm gonna step to you and i thought that it was really fantastic these two have obviously worked together before I know this isn't really the point of the match, but gosh, Swerve is just ready for anything. You can just throw this guy in an assignment and he's going to make it look easy. Give me your first impressions, Zoobs of uh, Nick Wayne's in ring.
1: Yeah. Uh, sort of to tailor off. what We talked about a little bit earlier in the, in the promo was like, he can do everything. There's no, there's no, I don't have any concerns about him doing anything. It seems like he has the, the in ring top to bottom. You can put him in there, uh, especially with a guy like Swerve, who's so good. Uh, such a, delightful singles wrestler is so good at so much stuff. Um, and then you can tell sort of like a, the perfect guy to bring Wayne in here in terms of like
0: the perfect guy m-
1: matching athleticism and the experience that they have with each other and um, just sort of like a guy that he can lose to and it doesn't like lower his stock at all. Um, yeah, I thought, as I said before, sort of the linear sports comparison is that it did. It struck me as like watching a star player in their first game. And I did like that. I actually liked that compared to, you know, he's hook. He he comes in and he can't be beat. He he steps in and he's 18 and he beats Swerve Strickland, right? Like, Swerve is a a great wrestler. And and your top prospect who's 18, who comes into the league, whatever league it is, will have moments where they look great. And they'll lose tough games because they don't have the experience um it's awesome so i thought i thought they did a good job i thought giving him the loss was a really good job it, it, i was actually like happy with that i was like that's, that's awesome letting him have that loss to swerve i think it sends a great message and 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 helps him um so i was impressed and i i'm i'm looking forward to this i in been a hot minute since i can think of um a legitimate like prospect prospect like this right like we had We've had, you know, uh, Martin came through, and and there, there's there's there are some young guys in this roster. MJF's a young guy, but 18 is like this is day, day one. Like this is he you are we were watching the beginning, uh, and he's so far along. So um, it's cool. It feels cool. I'm I'm glad that I was able to see the first like AEW match. I know he's obviously been wrestling indies for a very long time, but uh, it was awesome to have uh, to get to share this tonight. Honestly.
0: Yeah, as a uh, Pacific Northwest resident, I've seen Nick Wayne in person lots of times. And I actually thought that he carried over t- to TV really well, which is not a easy task, especially for a guy who, I mean, this seems like a weird thing to say on the night he debuted, had such a big night. I think he's wonderful and has all the talent in the world. But he's not the most like obvious big guy star in a lot of ways. And you have him positioned opposite Swerve, who is that? That's a position where you can be swallowed. And I thought he hung in in that way and did not look rudimentary or lesser than Swerve in any sort of way. And that bodes very well for him. And I, I agree. I don't think he needs to win. I don't think he's going to win for a while. Look at how we view Daniel Garcia now. It's a year and a half of Daniel Garcia didn't beat anybody. They just had him wrestling on dynamite. And I think that's definitely some way that you could uh, go with him.
1: Awesome. Yeah, but awesome. I'm, I'm glad that uh, it was part of tonight. Love the moment where we made Swerve flinch. He finally in the
0: back half goes, oh, and Swerve flinches. He goes, Ah, see, see, you thought you thought I was the little man. I'm not the little man no more. And since we already talked about the main events, so that was Dynamite. Awesome, awesome. Um, uh, Slack, are you watching? Do you want to do a Collision post show on Saturday? I'm going camping, but I think I'm just gonna go for Friday night. So uh, I'll be home watching. But it's three hours. Zooms, Collision and Battle of the Bell. It's a long show. Holy holy but i I think there's some good stuff though i know the collision card's good but uh we'll see so how do you feel your score on dynamite sticking with your uh five and a half ish
1: yeah i think so i think uh going through that i was like i sort of the the worst part i sort of mentally was just like no i'm not even in the room for this and just like (laughs) like i think protected myself from uh from the lowest scoring part of the night which probably helped and um, had a pretty good attitude, I think, towards the yeah. rest of this stuff. So, um, five and a half to me does does feel right. Kodobushi at the end.
0: Yeah, maybe I was a little hard on this episode. I'll I'll go up to the four seven five. How's that? Half a mark. That's pretty good. I well I, yeah. They they say man can't change, but old dog meet new trick. Okay, here we are.